Tell them here and let them be Well, I got something deep inside of me I can't hide it anymore It needs to be so free There's no time to let this tale get old No, no, no It's the best Hello and welcome to another episode being recorded during COVID-19. Uh, my guest is uh, a two-time guest on the series. Uh, let's welcome writer Annie Nishida. Hello. Hello. It is good to be back in this virtual space. Yeah, I think I think we should start uh, and just say, just as we are recording in the midst of this pandemic, just how are you? before we talk about your episode um so i'm good i'm probably doing better than a lot of people i know mostly because i do not like to talk to people usually um so like hugging and stuff also not my thing like physical contact going to parties um not my idea of fun so this our situation right now is actually very ideal. The irony of all this, and I do want to hype this up because you're obviously a friend of the show and a friend of mine in personal life, is uh, despite your aversion to people, you're currently a writer in the writer's room of Gabby Duran and the Unsittables on the Disney Channel. So you're around people like 10 hours a day. That is... Very true, but I love everyone in my room, so that helps. Well, that's good. Uh, so I thought you would be a, a great candidate for a Where Are They Now episode because uh, your episode uh, turns out to be quite a fan favorite. Uh, and what surprised me about this episode, which essentially, uh, I'll this is a spoiler for anyone, um, who hasn't heard it but could go flip back to it uh annie talks about uh her high school crush who never spoke ever and they both apply to the same college and one person gets in and one does not and she never hears from that guy again though never did before does that sound right that is that is the gist of it. Yes. Uh, and the reason, and I hope people, if, if you remember the episode, cool. Uh, if you want to listen to it for the first time, even better. Uh, what what I th- was really surprising to me, and we did this one like a year ago, I think, uh, is that you straight up just named the dude uh, publicly, and you like kind of referenced um, where you guys went to high school and like growing up in the South Bay and like the Japanese American community in the South Bay of California. So it got really into like, uh, like a basically like a to all the boys I loved before kind of vibe. I don't even think that movie was out yet, but, it, or maybe it just came out, but they like, it was very similar like tones. Uh, but you actually lived it, you know? So uh, it, it turned out to be one where I think a lot of, you know, 
people kind of gravitated to and like I, I don't know if they could relate to being in love with someone who can't speak like but by choice you know like you just chose not to speak but nonetheless like it just had all these like kind of quirky teen comedic things to it that's really nice to hear that was a very nice thing to say because i felt so embarrassed after recording i well i remember that like you were pretty nervous throughout and i and what i loved about that was I could tell like this was like a real untold story like you really hadn't told anyone and you were like not ready even when you were telling it to tell it in a way and it was like not rehearsed uh it's not like you planned to have certain story beats as you were telling your story you were kind of just going and it naturally had a story arc to it because you're a storyteller and you're a trained storyteller so you like naturally came through but uh, yeah, I just was shocked that you straight up named the dude whose name is Trevor. And, you know, I, I'm just curious because we haven't really, I haven't checked with you on the aftermath of it. So I'm curious, like, who in your life heard it? Did Trevor hear it? What did your family think? I mean, you named people by name and stuff. So, uh, and also the big reveal is you went to the mighty USC and this poor guy Trevor did not, which was at the time his dream school. So there's a lot of like bad and good vibes and all, all the makings of like a really quite in, uh, engaging teen type comedy story. So yeah, I just was curious like who, who you told or who listened to it. Anybody give you feedback? Um, first of all, um, when I posted about it on like Facebook, I <laughs> changed my settings so Trevor could not see it. So I made sure that he was not going to be brought into this potential mess that I created, at least on Facebook, because you can't really um, stop someone from seeing something on Instagram. But I don't think he's on Instagram that much anyway, so I don't really worry about that. Um, so he may or may not know that I talked about this in like a public forum setting. Um, but I did check his Instagram before we started this podcast recording this and he has only posted one photo set on his grid since we recorded the podcast so he's not not super active okay so he's a mystery on social media uh, okay what about uh, people that you knew in common like uh, friends your mom I, I remember was heavily mentioned in the episode as a not a character i mean it's your mom but you know you know what i mean um i also went back and looked at the comments on instagram and i pulled one from my mom who just commented the like surprise face emoji like the big eyes and like kind of the like little blush on its cheeks so that's um that was her reaction pretty sure she listened to it and then just didn't say anything to me maybe because she felt secondhand embarrassment i'm not sure uh can we can we get into your mom being on instagram as a as a what how how? and then why did you decide that she could be your friend i guess it's a two-part question 
Um, so I kind of use my Instagram for like biz, like quote unquote business, usually just for art and to promote events that I'm gonna be at, like selling my drawings and stuff. So it's public, and you can't really stop people from following you unless you block them. And like I don't want to block her. Yeah, that's not nice. I don't want to block anyone. <laughs> so she can see everything that I post. Um, yeah, she usually doesn't comment on things, like on my pictures too much. She usually, I think she uses her Instagram to enter contests. Like, oh, if you want to win a gift card to Olive Garden, comment, uh, like tag someone. So I get tagged in things a few times a week. So I'm pretty sure that's why she has an Instagram. Yeah. Nice. Uh, I like I like that she has one, and she also has a a business purpose, I guess you could say, uh, with trying to get some free Olive Garden. Uh, I do. You know what? Let's just shout out your uh, your comic book career as well, or zines, what, however you phrase it in your line of work. Uh, Wallagory. Is that right? Walla Galore, my little book. I have a copy. I just can't pronounce the name of the book, but go check it out. Uh com. Trying to hype hype up your your artwork. Uh what about uh let's get into the friends. I'm sure your friends heard this, so let's let's I kind of specifically want to know like the ones that know Trevor went to high school with you, like what kind of interactions you had with them. Yeah, so pretty much the only person I still talk to from high school is my best friend, Gabriel. And he was also someone who commented on the Instagram post. And he said, do I know this story? And turns out he did not know this story because I really buried it. Um, so he listened to it and he just um, sent me like text messages saying, oh my God, like, what the hell, <laughs> like, why? Wait, hold up. So this guy, so your best friend was from high school and did not know you had a situation with Trevor? That is correct. Um, Yeah, so I'm, yeah, the thing with me and Trevor was pretty much just between me and Trevor. I didn't really talk to anyone else about this out of fear that like I'd be rejected and would have to like talk about it to anyone who knew. And that was the right instinct because that is exactly what happened. So I was correct to do that. Oh, right. Because he ultimately turned you down. That's right. I, the, I, sorry. I'm try, I was trying to. I, yeah, you're. Yes. But then the twist of all twists, you go to his college. <laughs> yes. Uh, that's. That's actually kind of something uh, I don't remember us talking about in the actual taping is that uh, your best friend didn't even know this was going on, which seems like he would or like a best friend would know the situation, right? When when their best friend, when their bestie has a romantic interest. Uh, but wow, I'm surprised you kept this one super close to the vest. Uh looking back on it and like aside from rejection was there any other reason you might you may have just not even told your best friend about this um maybe i felt embarrassed um because i like someone who did not 
talk. And I don't know, like, I don't even know why I was attracted to him. And like to have to explain that to someone else is just like a step I did not want to take probably. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, and especially given your aversion to people per se, uh, you don't want to get into it. Um, let's get into, uh, let's get into all your, all the people in your life. Uh, so, oh, mom with the emoji, which, uh, I'm actually impressed she can do emojis. Um, and then best friend from high school. What about kind of like friends that maybe didn't know the story, right? Friends that you've made in college or else or in professional life, like have they had a chance to hear it and what kind of feedback were they giving you? Um, so my partner boyfriend right now of six, six and a half years, he heard the podcast and he did not seem surprised at all that any of this happened for some reason. He was just like, oh yeah, that sounds like something that would happen to you. Um, I didn't sense <laughs> jealousy or pity. Just uh, like, yeah, yeah, that seems like you. That's sweet. In a way, right? That he's not. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what about uh, what about the uh, just the friends, current friends in your world? Um, I think most of them were just like, why, why would you talk about this? Why would you say this out loud for people to hear? Well, but like in a funny way, like, like I wouldn't have done that, but hey, cool. It was funny. Yeah. Um, you know, so no, I mean, like, it's just like, I guess we can kind of get into a little mini discussion about the state of Asian American content or, you know, films and TV that have Asian Americans in it, uh, since, you know, we're in that field. Um, you know, I mean, like since, since you told that story, you know, the two, all the boys I loved before came out maybe around the same time or, or, or whatever. Uh, but since then there's a second film that's come out of that, of that series and probably going to be a third. Cause I think there's three books. So I think they're mirroring something like that. There's like three books, three movies. Um, you know, how do you, like, how do you, I guess, what are your thoughts about, like, you, like, you lived kind of a version of a teen comedy, and you were the, you know, Asian American lead in your own story, and, like, how do you, what do you think about that being a thing now, where, you know, uh, as of this taping, there's, like, another uh, teen, like, series with Mindy Kaling coming out, uh, which I forget the title, Uh, and then there's a movie um, by, uh, Oh gosh, I think her name is Alice Wu. I, I'm gonna, yeah, the, the half of it, which is not a comedy, I don't think, but it it's younger characters, you know, adolescent like teen characters. So, um, yeah, what do you? Let's get into like some uh, analysis. What do you what do you think about that now? <laughs> um, I'm very into it. Also, um, before you said like oh this is like your two all the boys like I had not even <laughs> pictured I haven't I hadn't thought of it like that at all 
Um, but I also love that movie. I love that series. So um, I'll take that as a compliment, even though I kind of had to suffer for it, to live through it. Um, but in general, I love all the Asian American centric content. Um, I would, I mean, I like to see Asian American stories just because I think there are a lot of nuances, especially like how we deal with like parents and friends. Like we are more reserved. And just to see like that kind of stuff, like those relationship dynamics, those are very interesting to me because that is a thing that um, just recently I started realizing was not um, like, I guess, quote unquote, normal. Like when I tell people how I can sit in a room with my parents, watch TV and just not say anything to them, people are like, like, what the hell? Like, how? But to me and to a lot of other Asian people, I think that's just normal. So just kind of, I don't know, like highlighting that kind of stuff. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I I can relate to that specific point. Yeah, like you 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 don't necessarily need to speak uh, <laughs> with your parents watching television, but then it's not like awkward either, or there's a problem. You know, I think maybe the perception, like in a classic movie or sitcom, is like, oh, obviously they're not talking, so they're arguing, or there's beef between child and and parent. Uh, but yeah, you know, yeah, I think the nuances is great, and uh, also. It's kind of, I mean, it's a time right now where because of the pandemic, there's a lot of anti-Asian American uh, sentiment and, and some of that is obviously unwarranted or unfair. So I think to kind of have some kind of counter, at least like in entertainment where you're seeing characters that you could relate to or like maybe they just looks like someone you know and then you're like, oh, wait, wait, you know, let's, I can't consider this virus as a human being or a thing like it's a virus it's an illness like it's not a gender or a country or a race or whatever it's just like an illness so i mean i think that's all i think that content is coming out at a coincidentally can like good time to at least counter a little bit right i totally agree um especially with like that that mindy kaling show that just came out that i'm watching right now um, that one in particular does a very good job of depicting Asian Americans and like as people like like they are like they have like cultural differences and like white people, but they are still people. So it highlights and it um, like normalizes just people of color. Yeah. Um, now let me uh, let me try to segue uh, this into uh, back to your story in a very clever way. Uh, so given you told this story that was quite embarrassing for yourself, uh, but you still did it, I think because I asked, I didn't ask you to tell that specific story because I didn't know what the story was, but I just asked you to tell a story and you told this crazy fun story about a guy who doesn't talk that you crushed on. Uh, so since the podcast has aired, since it's been out in the world, since you've been writing, um, ha have you used kind of that story in any creative way, like ha like any sort of e either from the story itself or just the act of you telling that story to 
basically anyone in the world that could access this podcast? Um, so I think the biggest thing that came out of recording the original podcast was that by saying it out loud, <laughs> it made me feel that I could say it again and not feel like um, I wanted to die every time I said it. So <laughs> it's really helped me in meetings, um, like that whole tell me about yourself question, like this is my tell me about yourself <laughs> answer. Um, and I really think it has helped me. I mean, I it's the first time I told this story in a meeting was with a potential agent who I ended up signing with, um, who ended up getting me my job, which is awesome. Um, and since then I've used it at like every other meeting that I've had and people seem to really relate to it. Like I've been told like, oh, you like Elle Woods, this guy like in Legally Blonde. I'm like, oh, I guess I did that kind of stuff um so yeah it's helped me kind of find my meeting voice well yeah i mean i guess we could maybe kind of spend a little bit of time before we close out maybe talking about that maybe uh you know we've had a lot of writers on the show like yourself uh, and occasionally we do talk about talk shop about screenwriting and meetings um i'm it's i'm glad to hear that because of me you now are on a fantastic show that <laughs> is on the Disney channel. So th thank you to myself. Uh, just kidding. Uh, no, I mean, I think that's great that telling that story once kind of gave you some momentum to do, to use it again. But um, yeah, I guess let's speak on, maybe we can speak on like a meetings. Um, it's kind of this like nebulous, it's not something you really learn uh, in a film school setting. Uh, it's not something you can really, really teach either, but there's certainly some universals that kind of come through that maybe anyone who's listening either can agree with who's been in uh, meetings to write on shows or maybe are about to get their first one or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to touch on like finding the go-to story. That seems to be the running uh, thing that like, will s separate someone from another person. Um, so did you have other styles that you tried before telling this like Trevor story? Um, I don't even remember what I would say before. It was like never the same thing. It was always me trying to um, like synthesize my entire childhood in a funny but informative way that would get jumbled, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but this, this Trevor story is, uh, I think it's been helpful because what I write is comedy. What I like to write about is coming of age. And this is a comedic coming of age story that I've lived through. So I think, um, yeah, it just gives people an idea of who I am and also what I write about. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, you know, if I'm I'm no expert, but I have had some experience being in meetings as well. And I do notice that, you know, at the end of the day, y you have to realize that it's not about you. It's about what the show wants and needs or the person hiring more than anything. And there's like a bunch of factors that may have nothing to do with you. 
Uh, so really all you can do is present some kind of version of yourself that will help them know who you are. Even if you don't get picked, like it's, it's hard. And I think I've tried every style in a meeting, right? Like kind of jumble along, like you said, like doing your whole biography to trying to be someone that maybe isn't really me. But I think that person would like a dude that is like what I'm trying to portray uh, to ultimately being like, ah, forget it. I'm just going to like be myself and see where the chips fall. Uh, and ultimately, I know people hate hearing that advice of just being yourself, but that's ultimately like the probably best advice we could probably offer is, you know, not just being yourself, but like finding a great moment or story in your life that you can share. Exactly. I agree with that 100%. Like dig deep, find something, I don't know, that only you could experience. Yeah. But it's it's also trial and error too because you just don't know because, you know, I I can recall a situation where I'm pretty sure that person didn't want to meet with me, period, because I think they already knew who they wanted. And, but then the meeting was already scheduled. Um, so I, I remember like, I was like prepping, I did all the, I had my story ready that I was going to like fire off and all this kind of stuff. And I just really didn't get much time of day. <laughs> and I knew, I, I knew I was dead in the water within like two minutes. I'm like, ah, this person doesn't want to see me. I, and like, obviously I took it personally cause I'm like, what did I do wrong? Right. But you know, uh, but at the end of the day, I, I learned who, like, I learned what happened, right? I learned who ended up working on that show, and I could see, like, oh, I just didn't, I wasn't what that person at that point was needing because they had already had all these other people that filled the different roles they wanted. And that's something you have to remember, too, is that they're building a team. And by unfortunate luck, you might be the person that, already is similar to someone they already have so you know but the meeting's already set and they still want to meet you because maybe there's some potential in the future or whatever like that's something you got to keep in mind too um would it would you agree uh, about that or yeah oh i definitely agree and i've also had the really bad meeting where just like a minute into it i think once um they were like oh did you do undergrad or grad and I said undergrad and they just like stopped listening so it just really depends on the person or how they're feeling or what they're looking for yeah I mean and you never know like and uh I'll just quickly share another one like there was one meeting I had that was unexpectedly really good like they just were really and dug me uh and I think ultimately it was because of the writing sample I had so as long as I wasn't crazy, they were like pleased, you know? And so I came in there and they're like, oh yeah, he's, we like his vibe. We already liked his writing. Uh, and basically they were like, well, if we have a show, you know, uh, things look good for you. <laughs> and there was no show. <laughs> so it's like the best meeting I had was for something that never happened, but I still have that memory. And obviously I would, think that those people still think decently of me right so if something comes down the road they're like, oh remember that guy that you know 
we liked, but like didn't have a job for. So, anyways, it's all a crapshoot. Is all I'm saying. In that re- in that regard, but um, let me. I'm trying to think. Uh, so we, I want to bring it back to Trevor. We we don't we don't know what what's up what's up with him or do you? I have no idea. He still hangs around with people from high school. There's like this big group of Asian people from high school that still hang out, and they invite him, and he goes. And I only know because they see their pictures. Oh, so you actually have seen pictures of him on, like, social media. Yeah, um, like, I think I've seen pictures a few times, actually. Um, I assume he still doesn't talk, though. And he doesn't post. It's just he gets tagged and stuff. I want to know what this guy sounds like. There's no video footage, like, no vids, uh, TikToks of him talking or anything like that. No, like, I don't even remember what he sounds like. He's said, like, five words to me, and it, it's just so long ago. I don't know. I wonder if he is talking now. What if he is, like, an influencer? He has, like, an alt account somewhere. Like, what, do you know what his job is? Like, what, what kind of info can we, like, just put out there on this, this mystery man to me? Uh, he seems like he's into photography like that's what his instagram is it's like artsy portraits of people in black and white and i know he went and studied like some type of film thing at uc san diego i'm not sure exactly what (laughs) yeah i don't want i feel bad about talking about this person but he was so integral to your story that i was just curious like if a person never talks in high school, what do they do for a living as an adult? And photography seems like a good fit. Yeah, it does. It, yeah, I, I hope that's what he's actually doing. Something artsy where he doesn't have to really interact with people that much. <laughs> right. Yeah, like, poor guy. I don't, I don't want to dump on this guy. Uh, but... Yeah, I so I guess how do you feel uh being a two-time guest and now reliving 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 a high school memory? <laughs> I feel better now that it's almost over. But um I mean I was probably going to talk about this stuff in a story script eventually just uh, given what i write about so might as well get it out of the way now yeah i mean i would love to see a creative version of this one day so yeah please please keep that in mind and or keep that in your arsenal of of writing uh well i'm i'm glad to hear that that's the story has led to you having inspired you to use it for your professional life and it's kind of generated some positive things for you which uh, is really cool like that's kind of a nice thing to have come out of this when you know most of the people that come on are friends and I, I don't have anything really to give them but like some social media love and like uh, a little gift or bottled water you know like it's <laughs> so I'm like it's good to hear that like people are like able to have some cool things happen as a result of their appearance on the series. 
right? You've technically given me WGA home insurance. Wow. Uh, that's awesome. And I'm going to take that credit. Uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll cash that in for, you know, Disneyland tickets or something. I don't know if, if it ever opens again, we don't even know at this point. <laughs> As an annual pass holder, I am so sad. Oh I, yeah. We, well, I guess we'll end on that note. The, not the best note, to end on, but yeah, you cannot use your pass for a year, like the rest of the year. Right. As of this taping? Um, I'm pretty sure that's the case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I think I had read the the parks will be closed for the rest of the year, as far as people know, because even if things change, that doesn't mean you could have like a hundred thousand people in one place <laughs> every day. So uh, you know. Um, yeah. Well, hate to end on that note, but that's cool that you have a pass and the stories helped you do cool things. So we'll, we'll end it on a high note. Uh, so Annie, thanks for being on. Thank you for having me. It was so fun and I'm sweating because <laughs> I was nervous, <laughs> but now we're good. Yeah, we're all good. Uh, I'm a hype your stuff on social media as we do. And, uh, yeah, thanks everyone for listening and we'll talk soon. Bye. Ready for another episode? Well, check us out at beststoryinevertold.com or also find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, or a number of other podcast aggregators. And if you're interested in sponsoring a future episode of this series, please contact us at beststoryinevertold at gmail.com.